Support for this podcast comes from WeWork. Today takes new ways of working, new measures toward health and safety, flexible terms to scale up and down, convenient spaces designed for focus and collaboration. It takes WeWork to take your business where you want it to go. WeWork. That's how tomorrow works. Visit wework.com slash tomorrow. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to The B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. I'm a savage, had a too nasty. Talk big shit, but my bank account match it. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. Bougie. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. How them bled the block and now it's hot, bitch. I'm Tunji. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Okay. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Okay. Sassy, moody, hey. nasty. Hey. Yeah. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Okay. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. Sassy, moody, Oh, yes. And just like that, we're back with another B. Scott Show podcast. We made it another week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and that song has been on repeat. Like, I've had, you know, Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce Savage Remix on repeat. I absolutely love it. And I'm accompanied today, um, as per usual now, um, by my producer, Brian Vasquez. Hi, Brian. Hey, B. How's it going? It's it's going okay. Just taking it day by day. California is supposed to be opening up somewhat this starting this Friday, right? Yeah, and it's hot as hell, by the way. Yeah, it's been definitely <laughs> hot as hell. Like you, do you live in the valley? Like where do you live? Pasadena. Oh, Pasadena. Okay. So is I mean, is Pasadena typically um, warmer or cooler? than like the other parts of LA or is it no, about the same? It's, it's pretty hot. It, it's, it's, it's still in the San Gabriel Valley area. So I definitely feel the heat. I used to live in the Valley Valley and that was murder, but this is still, it's still pretty warm over here. Yeah. That Valley heat is a different type of heat where we used to tape the podcast. Um, I just remember I was like, I don't know if my car is going to be left. <laughs> is my car going to melt by the time i come back outside from taping the podcast and so love muffins i want to um remind you guys while it's on the top of my mind that i am going to be giving away a thousand dollars each week of may and this is week one so the thousand dollar giveaway will be happening this week and every other week during the month of may all you have to do is go to my recently restored whoop de whoop recently restored um, B Scott Instagram page. It's Instagram slash Instagram.com slash B Scott or at B Scott on Instagram, and you can find me. I want you to find the post where we um, where I was, you know, put out all the rules for the giveaway. You have to share that post in your story and also leave a comment letting us know exactly how you would use the $1,000 from Amazon. Um, you know, that's just for me to do something to feel like I'm giving back to my fans in some way. Um, I want to give a shout out to a love muffin that 
listens to the podcast, as well as also works at Spectrum. I went to Spectrum recently recently, um, and um, got some service. So my contractors at my property, yes, that's still going on. The property that I'm renovating is mm. still going on. Um, you know, so they can have some internet to be able to look up things with the city and stuff like that. So I went there and the love muffin was, you know, I had my mask on, hair pulled back, just looking like the struggle. And he was so excited to see me. He was super duper kind and, you know, gave me the hookup and just, you know, it made me smile on a day where I needed to smile a little bit. Um, I also want to get into, um, you know, each week, Love Muffins, I have been sharing with you what I have been discussing with my therapist that I talked to through an app called BetterHelp. Um, And this week is no different. I spoke with her yesterday and we had a conversation um, that was really impactful to me. And also I said that after each therapy session, um, I'm going to come back and kind of share some of the things that I can share with you that I think would be of use to you as well. And one of the things was, you know, I recently had, you know, she has been encouraging me to take more time for myself. And just because, you know, I have people in my life potentially that need certain things from me doesn't necessarily mean that I have to give it all the time. And one of those things is just being available to, you know, available for people to unload their shit on me. Like, you know, friends. And I mean, I love my friends to death. But, you know, I have a couple of friends where it's just like at times it's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I have nothing left. I have no capacity to receive your bullshit on top of the shit that I'm currently trying to sort out in my own life. And literally, friends, like, you know, <laughs> I have a friend that would be like, um, how was your day? And I was like, I was like, it's going pretty good. It's okay. Okay, cool. And, and goes right into <laughs> all of the shit that is going on and just unloads, just like, just like, plop, blah, 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 like a load <laughs> of shit, just like... <laughs> I feel like, you know, the Nickelodeon show when you get slimed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, I just got slimed by somebody else's baggage. And my therapist was just encouraging me to, I don't have to pick up every FaceTime. I don't have to take every call. I can say, you know, I'm not available right now if that's how I truly feel. And if I don't want to be available, I don't have to make myself available. And that is something that, you know, I would often not do because I I didn't want to be viewed as, oh, I'm a bad friend or I'm selfish. Or I also think that sometimes people in positions of um, notoriety or um, certain a certain dynamic is going on with you and your friends. You don't want to. Well, for me, it's like I didn't want people to be like, oh, you know, I don't know who he think he is or or oh, B's acting funny now, you know? And I had to kind of let that go to be able to release certain expectations of myself in terms of how I would receive other people, you know, people wanting to communicate with me. So I have been, you know, not taking as many calls as I used to. 
and also just taking time for myself. Like I need time to sort through my own shit. And right at, at this point in my life, like it's a lot going on. My thoughts are all over the place a lot of the time. And I just can't, I can't just be, you know, a, like a place where other people can pile on their shit. And I would encourage you, Love Muffins, that if you have, you know, certain people in your life that you love them to death, but you just can't hear all the shit all the time, you have a right to put some distance between you and that person. It doesn't mean that you don't love them as much or you love them any less. You're just understanding and validating the fact that you just are not at the present moment able to receive their unloading of whatever's going on in their life. And that's what I had and have been doing um, for the last, you know, week or so. You know, I haven't been, you know, just haven't been reaching out as much and I haven't been receiving as much because I just need to kind of be still a little bit, you know, kind of just think about what's going on with myself before I can extend myself. To someone else. Like I have to really, you know, going back to what the therapist said in the one of the first two or three sessions, she was basically saying like, you know, secure your mask first before you help others. She used that analogy to basically saying like, you need to secure yourself and your mental space before you're able to help other people with theirs. And that is truly powerful to me. Um, so yeah, that is what I am, you know, currently at with the therapist. We're going to continue doing this um, every week. And, um, you know, without further ado, I think this week I want to go ahead and get into some of these topics. B. Scott Buzz. The B. Scott Buzz. Yes! <laughs> oh, that tickles me so good. <clears throat> You know, right now, actually, I, I have an exclusive. I have an exclusive, but I can't share it because I'm going back and forth about it. And what? I know. Come on. Can't say that. I know. I have an exclusive <laughs> and it's about the Housewives of Atlanta and it's going to shake it's going to shake some shit up. And I, I'm just torn, you know, because, you know, we dropped the exclusive about what's happening at Reunion. We told everybody every single thing that they're about to see happen. And then Yovana reached out to me and I interviewed her and she kind of confirmed all the things that we said were going to happen at the reunion. Uh, the reunion comes on this Sunday um, on Bravo and I think it's 8 p.m. if I'm not mistaken. But mm -hmm. anyway, whatever time it comes on regularly on Bravo, that's when the reunion is going to air this Sunday. And um, it's going to be really interesting. And I have the tea. It has been presented to me. I have evidence of the tea. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! I got receipts. I got receipts. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the receipts. What I'm gonna do? I don't know. You know, I kind of like. You know, I kind of want. You know, sometimes you know the thing the behind the scenes that people don't see about the tea is it. It does cause chaos. Tea and pouring of the tea causes chaos. And it's like, you know, you got to first you pour the tea, then you got to see if there's any fallout from the tea. Then you got to see who's supporting the tea, the poor thing. 
the poor thing of the tea who's supporting it, who's not not supporting it, updating the naughty and nice list. You know, so many things that has to be done. And in this particular situation, it's like, you know, I I have been asked by powers that be to take my foot off of this person's neck. (laughs) (laughs) I've been literally asked, B, can you please take your foot off of this person's neck? Please. Like, you know what I mean? Basically, like, you know, please. I mean, we get it. You know, we understand. (laughs) Wow. So I'm torn, you know, I'm going back and forth. And, you know, since we're talking about the Housewives of Atlanta, they released a teaser of the reunion that's going to be coming out this weekend. And I want to play the teaser here so you can hear some of the drama you can expect on Sunday. Tonight on the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. For the extra women out there, honey, you're just extra bitch right in the house. <laughs> With our little Hennessy and Red Bull. <laughs> here I am, fabulous and ready Get into it, girls. When have you ever had a man on this show other than the one you and Dini were f***ing at the same time? First of all, I will never forgive you for ever speaking on my child. Do you see me? Do you hear what I am saying? I never I will on Yes, the f*** you did. I'm embedded in your mother f***ing brain, bitch. ATL, that's how you're going to keep knowing me. God. So you can hear, <clears throat> even in some of the, um, in that teaser, you can hear confirmation of a lot of our tea. We, you know, we said that Candy and Nini got into it and they were going back and forth about um, a variety of things, including the fact that, you know, she is upset that Candy gets all the spinoffs and she doesn't get the spinoffs. And, um, Candy basically let her have it and told Nene, I am embedded in your brain. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Portia said, you know, um, you're getting really, you went ATL on. (laughs) Then you hear Portia and Eva going back and forth about the fact that Portia is upset that Eva, quote unquote, spoke on her child. And Eva said she never spoke on her child and it goes to the T that I was saying was that Eva, I mean, um, Portia is upset that she, Eva said that the ch- that her daughter looks like the daddy. And, you know, because she took that to mean like the daughter isn't pretty. The daughter is ugly. That's what she took it to mean. And so Eva's basically was just, I mean, I think guess her perspective is like, you know, I was just stating the fact that the child looked like the father. I wasn't speaking on the child in a negative way. Um, you know, and of course that is up into interpretation, I guess. Portia just feels like she shouldn't have spoke about the child at all, period. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And then you see, um, literally in the clip, you see Nini slamming down her lap laptop and exiting stage left. <laughs> Which she claimed was for a bathroom b- break. It absolutely was not. <laughs> no, I mean, you can see that. That was that was a slap. Like she's, she may, I mean, I would be afraid that I would break my laptop. Yeah, <laughs> she slapped that thing down like she never wanted to use it again. Right. And you also see that, like we said, you know, one of the little caveats of our tea was that her tatas were almost out. The tatas were sitting there like, <laughs> I mean, too big. 
<laughs> to be cassava melons. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> Two big cassava melons. That's what they were sitting out there like, you know. It's like no bra in sight. And Nini's breasts are too big. Like it's too big to not have them, you know, some type of support situation. It's just at some point it becomes vulgar. It's just too much. It's too much titty on the television. It's not titty time. This is not titty time. This is not titty city. This is a national television show where people are watching to be entertained, okay? And um, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out and also just how it affects, you know, how it affects, like, the the vibe of the reunion being that these women are not in the same room with each other. I think that should be, and that would be really interesting. And another thing that, you know, a lot of people... Um, are doing, which they're not in the same room with each other, is these Instagram lives. And one story that um, we ran on the site that totally cracked me up was DJ Khalid. Or is it Khalid or Khaled? Khaled. Khaled, right? DJ Mm -hmm. Khaled, um, you know, one of the things that really tickled me was DJ Khaled was doing a live Instagram, Instagram live, and it was this... I guess whoever this Instagram model or person that he was selected to go live with. So the split screen happens and, you know, you can go live with another person and the other person started to twerk and twerk. She did. I mean, she was twerking. She was showing some of her tatas. Then she proceeded. She, she upped the ante. She took out a bottle of water and started to pour it all over her bagel buns. <laughs> And you could tell that, you know, DJ <laughs> Kelly, you know, like he, he, he was enjoying it, but he couldn't act like he was enjoying it. So he had to like, you know, he kept it going much longer than it should have if he wanted to shut it right off, but he didn't. So play the clip and so we can hear what's going on. Um, oh, no, 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 and everything, like, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I got, got love. Water, though. No, 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 I got love. It's a fan love no? session. No, no, I'm, no, I, no, 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 I, I'm, I, um, it's talking to me normal, talking to me normal. Talk to me, I, I, no, I got love, I got love, fam. I have, you know I have love, I got, I got love. I, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I love, I got love, I can't, I can't. Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. My goodness. I just wonder if his wife was around when that was happening. Yeah, I can't, I still can't get past the fact that he said he doesn't go down on his wife. <laughs> like, I still don't, you know, and that was one of the few times I agree with what Nikki Minaj said um, in reference to something. But she did say, like, you know, she dissed him because of the fact that, you know, that he didn't, you know, he wasn't going to go down on his wife because that's some bullshit. I really think that's the crazy <laughs> thing. So every story that I see about him is like, I still have that in the back of my mind just because I'm like, mm. <laughs> and speaking of another IG live that we want to talk about is so basically <clears throat> what happened was Kaya was, I guess she was on some type of live. She was doing something somewhere where she was speaking live about 
who she would, you know, have a battle challenge with, you know, much like Babyface and Teddy Riley type of situation. And she mentioned Trina. And for those of you who don't know, Trina is not the one to mention. (laughs) Trina is, you might want to keep Trina's name out your mouth. Because if you don't, you might get this. Play the clip. <laughs> Let me say one more thing. Because I'm not going to entertain the blogs. I'm not a person that does all that. Everybody knows me. I'm a queen. This is called royalty over here, okay? I'm not stepping off my throne to address no bum, no chicks that are beneath me, and nobody that has not worked as hard as I worked for anything. So when you girls or whatever you want to be are calling my name, you want to battle, you want to do all this, first of all, make sure you have 10 hits. Make sure you have enough records. Make sure you're on my level if you think you want to go toe-to-toe with me because you cannot Okay, let's make that very clear. So the blogs and whoever else can post whatever. I will not address you scumbags. You are beneath me and you will always be. Please make sure you understand that. Mm. Wow. Ooh, you are beneath me and will always be beneath me. But you know, the thing is, I kind of like, I mean, like, I mean, Kaya just has that one song. Mm. You know, my neck, my bag, lick my, mm, and my crack. You know, that's her song. So I don't think, you know, like, I mean, people are like, it's a lot of delusion. What we're getting to see during this time is a lot of delusions going on. Um, And I would say that Kaya is delusional. And I do think that, you know, Trina is correct to check that situation. You know, she's basically trying to say that she wants to be equally yoked. If she is going to do a battle, she would do a battle with someone that has some hits. Like, or has, I don't even think it's, Hits. I think she's saying, make sure you have enough records. <laughs> Does Kaya even have enough records, you know, much less a hit or hits to be able to play, to go back and forth with anyone? That is the question. That is <laughs> seriously the question. Um, and speaking of going back and forth, I saw the story about um, Scott Disnick um, being checked into rehab. And then, we, so we literally ran a post where he we got the information that he was checked into to rehab, and that Courtney was a central part of that. She was just you know kind of just helping him and encouraging him to seek the help that he needs, um, which kind of seems like it's been the same type of situation going on for many many years. We saw it you know all over keeping up with the Kardashians, um, and that's why I often oftentimes like it's funny where when Kim. And um, I don't know if Courtney, um, Chloe flows and um, kind of plays into this or not. But I just rem- like when Kim says that she doesn't do anything or she is not good for anything. She doesn't want to work. I just remember a lot of seasons being based around the fact that um, her and Scott's relationship and his drug use and the, his alcoholism and all those things and how that played out. I just I mean, she carried the, that show for a good number of years, her drama and her having the children and babies and all this stuff, like that was a central part of the show for a good amount of time. And I can only imagine that this is also going to be, you know, going to reemerge as another another central storyline to the next season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So basically he checked in and he checked back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right away. And he was upset about the fact that a photo leaked and he plans to sue. Okay. 
And I find that ironic too. I mean, a family that had made their, basically their whole business are based around their image and photos and paparazzi and all those things. I just think it's hilarious to me that, you know, because there's a photo that you didn't want to have taken this one particular time, you're going to sue the people that basically helped you become who you are. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Muy interesante. Um, I did I did see Brandy's new video. Brandy has a new video out, a song and video called Baby Mama. Um, and it features Chance the Rapper. First of all, I want to say that I just love Brandy's voice. Brandy's voice is from heaven. She's, you know, really gifted. However, I don't think this is the song for me. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I would, I want one of my love muffins to write down how many times Brandy says baby mama in baby mama. It's like baby mama, baby mama, baby, baby, baby mama, baby mama, baby, baby, baby. Oh my goodness. Get it. You are a baby mama. Baby, we get it. Mama. <laughs> it's like <laughs> literally, if like, and when I first I listened to the song, I was like, is the song stuck? Is it stuck? Is it something going on with my iTunes? Can we unstuck the baby mama? It's like, eh, eh, baby, 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 you know, like just woo. I am happy to see her back. I am happy she's making new music, but. We can throw baby mama away. <laughs> and but maybe it's the warm-up. Maybe it's the warm-up to other music that's going to be more in line with what we all know she's capable of and the genius that's inside of her. But however, I will still appreciate the fact that we are hearing her voice again. And she did an interview or she did something where I was reading that where she's saying that she's not gonna go away. For so long, you know, she's going to keep, she's going to start making music more consistently from now on just because she loves to do it. And, you know, that's the, the place that she's at. And I hope that is the case. Um, and speaking of, you know, just, you know, I think this is like a lot going on in the country. And I just feel like everybody is getting to a place where they are fed up. Yep. And Don Lemon is fed up. <laughs> Don Lemon is like when I tell you he's fed up like he is like pass go do not collect $200 he is done cuz this is not the first this is not the first time Don Lu- Don Lemon I'm about to say Don Lewis <laughs> this is not the first time Don Lemon has went in on Donald Trump but it is the time that he really he went for the fatality he went like Mortal Kombat <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Play the clip. What is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? Is it because he's smarter than you? Better educated? Made it on his own? Didn't need daddy's help? Wife is more accomplished? Better looking. I don't know. What is it? What is it about him? That he's a black man that's accomplished, became president. That he punked you on the whole birth certificate thing. What is it about him? 
Just wondering. <laughs> he's fed up. And he's fed up like we all are. This is insanity what we watch on television on a day-to-day basis and what um, the behavior that Donald Trump exhibits, you know, like every day. It's just every day. It's just like, are you serious? It's literally getting to the point of, are you serious? And why is Trump so obsessed with Barack Obama? That is very valid. It was a very, it's very, you know, very valid. There was a time where I thought that we, you know, we as a black people was losing Don Lemon. Um, just because some of the stuff that he was saying was, I was like, what, what was it? Um, but now I feel like he's come back to us. He, he has come back. He is woke. He's been awakened and he's letting people have it. Another clip that I saw, um, post that we posted on lovebeescott.com was hilarious. Was just, it was shocking. It's like another like shocking moment. It's like, I don't understand how these two people, these two artists, these two individuals, I mean, don't even worry about not knowing who they are. Like you could, I mean, I just don't think that these two people look anything alike to be mistaken for each other. But this, you know, this Jeopardy contestant, that's exactly what he did. So play the clip. Of the 2018 Icon Award, she took control and took to the stage in her first live TV performance in nearly a decade. Owen. Who is Ariana Grande? No. Janet Jackson? Yes. What? Like, what what happened? What? That was like crazy. It's like. He couldn't have set it up any better. Mm-mm. He mentioned control. He mentioned like she received an icon award. You know, I really like Ariana Grande. I think she's great, but she's not. She's not at a level right now. But she's going to be receiving an icon award yet. Okay, so like all those things should have gave you a hint. And then you, she's up there singing one of her biggest songs, "Nasty Boy." Like wh- what? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like every day I see more and more things that really show that the world has gone mad. It's crazy. Here's today's stem tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Hewlett Packard Enterprise. At CDW, we get modern servers need to be flexible. Flexible, scalable, and predictable. I predicted you'd say that. Okay, what would I say next? Probably something about server security. Impressive and freaky. CDW can implement secure Hewlett-Packard Enterprise Gen 10 servers that improve speed and performance while reducing costs. While reducing costs. See, predictable. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. I predict a web address. CDW.com slash HPE. I'm in your mind, man. Jeopardy is one of the best shows that has some of these moments. I have another clip for you that I want to play from Jeopardy. You'll like this. Hematology. You got it. Zulus for 2000. Take a look. Here as on each September 24th, Zulus celebrate a holiday that was named in honor of this warrior leader of the early 1800s. Sarah. Who is Shaka Khan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Matt. Who is Shaka Zulu? Shaka Zulu. <laughs> 
was so confident too. Who was Shaka Khan? <laughs> wow, Shaka Zulu. <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> That was a good one. I knew you'd like that. Oh, my God. It was Shaka Khan. Oh, my goodness. It's like the, the way they think they got it. They think yeah. they really have it. Oh, and another person that's fed up, Wendy Williams is fed up. She's fed up with her show. She's fed up with doing anything to spruce up her look for her daily um, video stuff that she does on her Instagram and YouTube. And, you know, being that she's fed up, she goes in on Ray J and she basically told Ray J, you'll never be faithful. Play up. Ray J is here. Come on, let's go. No, you won't. Not with the glasses. I can't see. Don't try to look, don't try to look grown. Wendy, I can't see without these glasses. I was going to do the shade, but I, you know, I felt like it was, I couldn't see. You're looking good though. How is the long-suffering Princess Love? Uh, she's doing well, man. She's, you know, she's the best mother in the world. You haven't been the best husband, Ray J. Listen, you know, God is good. We'll all get better. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I can do better. I can definitely do better, and I will do better, you know, and I'm working towards making sure that the kids know that we love each other and that we love them more than anything. She's a good mom, and she's tried to be there for you. She's put up with more than she needs to, and it shows that you're the type of man who will never be faithful. You know, when you're working hard, you know, sometimes you go through the ups and downs, but as far as being faithful, like, I never had a problem with that. I just had a, I had a problem with us being on the same page, you know what I mean? And, and, and understanding how to learn each other and the compromise, you know what I mean? That's pretty much what it was and what it is, you know what I mean? Raycon Global here, but... Ray J is a damn lie. <laughs> He's, you know, his crazy thing about it is that he thinks that other people will listen to him and not think that he sounds just like a cheater. That's exactly, I mean, it's a bunch of bullshit. What did God got to do with anything? God is good. You, she said that you are, you are never going to be faithful and you talking about God is good. And that, you know, when you're on the road and you're going through ups and downs and da, 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 you know, I never had, a problem with cheating. Well, why are you in Vegas? Because Princess Love's main issue, or the issue when, when they fell out and when they were, she came back to LA and left him in Vegas or whatever the case may be, was because she said that he was out, you know, in another house or another suite partying with strippers all night long. So, I mean, logically speaking, do you think that he's not doing anything with these strippers? What, what were you doing all night long? With the strippers, Ray J. God is good. God is good. <laughs> and thank you for these tricks I'm about to receive. And because of that, and this is something that I agree with Princess Love 100% about, that she's not going to allow him to see the kids until after the quarantine is over. I agree with that. If you're not quarantining with me and I have two small kids and you've been in the streets doing the most with God knows who, of course, I'm not going to let you see the kids until after this pandemic is over. You can FaceTime with them. You can call them. You can send letters. But I agree with that. It's like, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And especially hearing that bullshit response that he said in response to what Wendy Williams said to him and asked him. Do I want, do I for one second think that Ray J was faithful? No, I do not. 
But it does bring me back to the like this. <laughs> the time that I met Whitney Houston was, and I'm I'm not sure if I had talked about this before, but it's kind of like when I, what I said about DJ Khaled. Certain things like, you know, when I see his name, I think about the fact that he said he wasn't going to go down on his wife. But when I think about Ray J now, I think about him and Whitney being together the night that I went to the club. And that same night, I hung out and um, party with Rihanna and her co crew. And then I left that club and went to another club. That's how popping Hollywood was. I left that club, went to another club. And that's where Ray J and Whitney was at. And of course, Whitney Houston was high as a kite like higher than than the highest kite. Like she's just, she was basically helium. And I went over to her and she was so, you know, she's like, Ray J, baby, you know, doing the same thing that she, how she used to act for Bobby Brown. She was acting that way with Ray J and sweating up a storm and all this stuff. And they were yelling at each other back and forth from the stage and, you know, baby, I love you. Oh, baby, Ray J. You know, it was like, it's insanity, insanity. Um, and so every time I see Ray J talking about anything, I just think about that he was the person that was very much so in the mix around the time that, you know, Whitney, Whitney, um, you know, left this earth. And that's just interesting to kind of think about that and think about what was going on and things of that nature. Because they're obvious to me that they both were doing in part, if not all, um, similar things at that time period. So mm-hmm. I will say that, you know, Frey J definitely likes to party. And so <laughs> I can only imagine what's going on when he's out and about um, partying with the strippers and not home with his wife and kids. So yeah, Prince's Love, I 100% support that. And it's been a lot of, just a whole bunch of different um, accusations that have been put out. And you love muffins can go to lovebeastguy.com because there's a lot of ins and outs of these different allegations that's been put out. Like, you know, there was a story of um, a known groupie, Selena Powell, accusing Snoop Dogg of cheating on his wife again, you know, because there was the some stories of Snoop Dogg cheating for from a couple of years ago or a couple of months ago, I'm not sure. Um, and now it's back again. So she, and they were actually literally on Instagram going back and forth throwing jabs at each other. Mm-hmm. And if you are in Snoop Dogg's position, that is only giving credibility to the person who said that you cheated with them. The fact that you're even acknowledging them to the point where you are throwing jabs and responding to said person gives said person credibility. Then he posted something on his Instagram, you know, talking about how much he loves his wife and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then he deleted that. So I don't know what's going on over there. Okay. Then there's another case, you know, um, Will Smith was being accused by actress of, you know, he not by, but he was being accused of being actress uh, Liza Cushies, Cushies, um, Sugar Daddy. It's a lot going on. It's <laughs> just so much going on. Out. Yeah. Dirt coming out. Like the quarantine dirt is something else. Mm-hmm. And then you have the whole Jeezy situation. Yep. You know, Jeezy. And Jasmine Sanders. So Jeezy, so basically Jasmine um, Sanders posted something on her Instagram talking about or posted somewhere basically saying that some one of her exes is trying to get with her during the quarantine. And she's like, no, nah, that ain't going to happen. People then to, began to speculate that it was Jeezy. 
And then she came out and said it wasn't Jeezy that slid into her DMs. And but it was somebody else. But what we really want to know was who was the other woman in the car <laughs> with Terrence J when he crashed. It was not her. It was another woman. We want the tea about that. Since she's clearing things up, since she's going to tell us that it was not Jeezy that she was referring to when she was taking shots at an ex. Was it Terrence J you taking shots at? And also, who was that in the car with him the night? Like, it's kind of the craziest thing. Like, it's like the, the accident with Kevin Hart and the whole situation when he fell down the ravine and this accident with Terrence J, it, it's, all, it's as almost as if it didn't happen. Both of these situations. And none of the shit adds up. None of the shit adds up in both of these situations. And that's a part of, you know, what we do here, what I do, you know, as B. Scott and at lovebscott.com. We just kind of bring things to your attention. There's a lot of similarities in how things play out, especially in situations where things are not adding up. So in the Kevin Hart situation with that car and how the thing fell down the ravine and how he was the only one that was pulled out and his other friends were stuck in the car and I guess they had to wait until <laughs> somebody else showed up. You know, they didn't get the VIP treatment. Okay. And that whole situation just went away. It just got quiet, went away and like, oh, never happened. Mm-hmm. And then Terrence J wrecked his car and had a mystery woman in the car with him and that was never revealed. Who is that woman? I want to know. It like inquiring minds need to know who that woman is. And since Jasmine Sanders is clearing up some shit that we didn't really care about, we want to know the things that we do care about, which is, who was that woman, Jasmine? (sighs) Then LeBron James. Lo and behold, like, this is like, it gets more and more extreme. (laughs) So LeBron James was accused by the wife of Denver's Broncos player of having an affair with 22-year-old Sophia Jamora. I think that's how you say it. And so basically the wife of the Denver Broncos player and this 22-year-old were like BFFs. They fell out and then the wife of the Denver Broncos player started telling all the um, the 22-year-olds tea. Ouch. And people were like, well, B, why are you posting this? You should not be posting this. Look, I do not make up the tea. I just report the tea. I just heat it up and I pour it out. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't be mad at me. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you, we got to give the information out there. And there's there's a consistency into why all these types of stories are coming out during this time. Because people at home are bored and they're doing the most. When things, people get into like a little funny, wonky place, spiritually, mentally, whatever, shit just starts to come out. People are bored at home and they want to start some drama. (laughs) They want Mm -hmm. to add some spice into their life. And I'm looking at the rest of the topics here. And um, what else do I want to talk about? I do want to talk about, like, it's Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, she did a remix with Doja Cat, the Say So remix. And at the end of the Say So remix, she came back on and did, like, a last little part where she said, um, basically, like, you know, don't worry about if my ass is fake with all the fillers in your face. That didn't keep your man at home. And then the speculation started to build that she was talking about Wendy Williams, which could make sense because Wendy does go in on Nicki Minaj a lot. But then she got on her Instagram, Nicki Minaj got on her Instagram and said she wasn't talking about Wendy Williams, though. Then speculation started to build that she was talking about Beyonce. (laughs) 
Beyonce. And that's something I want to clear up. The thing is, like, if, you know, Nikki prides herself in being like, she'll say whatever and she'll yell whatever. Did I lie? Did I lie? You know that meme. Did I lie? So just tell us who you were talking about. If you weren't talking about Wendy and if you were talking about Beyonce, then say that. Don't throw a rock and hide your hands. Who were you talking about? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about if my ass is fake and, you know, your real ass didn't keep your man at home. Wow. Shout out to Silicon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everybody is in the house just feeling some kind of way. Just going through it. Going through it. There's a couple of say what nows I guess we could go through. It's just like, you know, I see a lot of, uh, it's a lot of white privilege going on in the responses to how situations are playing out. Like I saw videos of police officers punching and pushing and accosting and all type of stuff. People who, black people who are not doing social distancing or did not have something to, did not do something to the liking of the police officer. Then you see in Central Park where the police officers are literally handing out masks to people who are sitting out in closed parks. Mm -hmm. So the parks are supposed to be closed, if I'm not mistaken. For the last couple of weeks, the parks have been closed in New York and in New Jersey and the surrounding parts, but people have been breaking that closure and literally having full-blown picnics, throwing frisbees, no masks, no social, no social distancing. And they have not been arrested. They were not pushed into the, the mud on the ground and punched. But people of color have been going through that. One of the situations that we saw that was, shows a disparity is the say what now, one of the say what nows is that a park ranger pushed into Lake for asking visitors to follow social distancing guidelines. And guess who pushed the park ranger into the water? Some white people. If those people have been black that pushed a white park ranger into the water, don't you know that park ranger would have called for backup and that whole boat situation or whoever pushed them into the water would have been shot up? Mm-hmm. Shot up or, and or beat up. Yeah. It wouldn't have went down like that. This whole corona situation, this whole pandemic is really showing the disparity that exists in how things play out when you are of the black race. I mean, of you know, and when you are belong to people in the community of color, when you're black, things play out for you very differently than if you could be afforded the white privilege. You see that. It's just like night and day. It's shocking. Including, I mean, it's like this is separate from you know, I guess the coronavirus situation, but this is something that was just shocking was that a black guy was literally jogging down the street in Georgia in a community. And this guy, this white man came up, to, came up, harassed him and shot him and killed him in cold blood. Apparently just because he was just jogging in the community, he had enough nerve to jog, which is anyone can do in any community. He was jogging and he was murdered for that. And they videotaped it. That's how like, it's like you hear stuff like that and it's like immediately, immediately your brain kind of wants to block it out because you just don't want to think that that is the reality. Like that something like, like something like that could happen. The possibility that something like that could happen in 2020 is just shocking. Yeah, still. 
It's ridiculous. There's another, you know, this happened in San Diego where a man wore a KKK hood while grocery shopping. A mayor calls it a sad, a sad reminder of intolerance, which is true. This is in San Diego, which is like two hours away from where we are right now. I feel like we oftentimes have a the wrong, um, the wrong idea about certain parts of California. There are certain parts of California that are equally as, you know, racist and redneck and, you know, backwoods as any part of the South. I mean, he was like literally in San Diego in a grocery store wearing a KKK hood. Like, whoa. <laughs> wow, that's the best you got. People out here fighting for their lives, trying to stay safe. And the best you could do is go to a grocery store with a KKK hood on. Like, okay. Like a woman, she, another case, another say what now was that a woman plummets to her death while posing on a cliff to celebrate the end of lockdown. She made it through Corona lockdown only to plummet to her death trying to get a photo. Damn. Damn. <laughs> what is happening? Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say about that. It's just, <laughs> and another say what now was that a romance novelist accused of killing husband wrote an essay on how to kill your husband. <laughs> Jesus. Mm, Carol Baskin. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Carol Baskin, that was a statement now we had, was that mm -hmm. Carol Baskin, she was tricked by two YouTubers into doing her first interview post the, you know, the show, the series that ran on Netflix because the YouTubers pretended to be Jimmy Fallon. And I actually was thinking that she was bright. I thought she was the brightest one. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. I thought she was the brightest one. Turns out that she's not that bright either. How can mm -hmm. someone fool you up to thinking, how can someone fool you to, into thinking that they are Jimmy Fallon if you don't see Jimmy Fallon? Hmm. <laughs> how is that even possible? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. But, you know, that brings us to the conclusion of, you know, the B. Scott podcast for this week. And we went through, you know, all the different topics and things of that nature. I want to encourage you, Love Muffins. Is there anything that you want to ask me? Make sure that you send me um, DMs on my Instagram. That's where I'm checking them at. So DM me on my Instagram and follow me um, and DM me at, at bscott or instagram.com slash bscott. Ask me your questions and I will start to answer them during this Ask B. Scott segment of the show that we have marked out. Like I have now, I have these outlines and I hit my marks, and I want to be able to have some questions from you. So if you guys want to ask me questions, please submit them um, via DM on my Instagram, and I will pick some to select. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. How is the Roscoe's? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We talked about this off camera, I mean, off uh, mic. Um, I ordered some Roscoe's chicken and waffles today. And when I tell you I fucked it up, <laughs> I, that's why, you know, I'm so relaxed doing this podcast is because I really want to take a nap. Like, it is definitely nap time. But I got the waffle. I got the chicken, fried piece of chicken. Mm. I got eggs with um, cheese on it. Mm -hmm. I got, um, it had chicken sausage. In addition to the fried piece of chicken, I got chicken sausage. I also got macaroni and cheese and collard green. Jesus. Oh yeah. I I I I went for it. I went for all of it. 
And not ashamed. Like, I have not been shaming myself. That's one of the things I've been talking to my therapist about, too, is I have not been shaming myself when I need to eat what I need to eat. Or if I need an extra cocktail. Or if I don't feel like working out. And it's, it's nothing wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if I were to become plus size, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I would just be, you know, it would just be plus size be Scott. I love plus size women and men. Oh yes, let's do it. Let's let's get it. You know, because I'm I'm definitely confident eating. And when I tell you Roscoe's and chicken and waffles got me together today, it got me together. And I got leftovers. I got some. You know, like <laughs> the best part about these leftovers and and chicken and waffles and southern food in general is that the next day or later in the day when you warm it up and put it all together. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. It's so good. Is that that, you know, the actually the first eating, the first, you know, jab at it is actually not as good as the second or third jab at it. Once those collard greens get to sitting, and especially if you have some barbecue in that barbecue, gets sitting at chicken and, and the meats and stuff just sit in that barbecue and absorb into the flesh. Oh my God. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was a good question. It took me back. Like I if I could, I I think I would start eating Roscoe's every day. Oh boy, that's dangerous. Uh, yeah, I would start eating Roscoe's every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I was eating and I had to unbutton my pants. Like I'm literally sitting here at the desk <laughs> with the first two buttons in my jeans undone because that's how much space the food that I ate took up. And if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would have finished eating and then I would have crawled over to my bed and I would have took a nap. So my words of wisdom this week, it relates to this. Don't beat yourself up. If you are in a place where you are needing to do certain things that are not fully detrimental to your life, like, you know, I do not encourage you to get on drugs. I don't, you know, no hard drugs, but if you are, you know... Doing, doing things in moderation and or if you're not being, you're not taking, making the choices you would like to take about in regards to food or to working, working out or whatever the case may be. Because I want my love muffins to hear me. What your decisions about your health are your decisions to make about your health. It's your decisions to make about what you decide you want to do in terms of your body image and all those things. And I believe that everybody is beautiful in their own way and they have something to offer and you cannot let society dictate to you how you should be. And so, but if you feel like you need to make a change for yourself, then you can make that change, but don't be so strict on yourself during this time because we're all really under a lot of pressure. We're all really struggling to, to exist, to keep going, to stay positive, you know? And by becoming even more restrictive on the things that we love or the things that we can do that gives us some type of satisfaction or gratification, I feel like it's not the best thing to do. So don't, be, don't beat yourself up, you know? If you have an extra piece of pie, at least I didn't, you know, I was thinking about getting the sweet potato pie. They have a sweet potato pie there. <laughs> drew the line there, huh? I drew the line. They have sweet potato pie. They got yams. Yep. 
The last time I ordered Roscoe's chicken and waffles, I got the yams and I took the yams and the cornbread and mixed it together. Oh my goodness. That does sound good. And added some sugar to it. Mm. <laughs> that does sound good, actually. I'm telling you, it's like, it, oof. It was it was it was divine. It's like it's like mm-hmm. you gotta sometimes you gotta add a couple of things together. Southern food, just add them together a little bit and do you know kind of mix it up a little bit. I don't like keeping things so separated. After a while, you know, you gotta just, you know, put it together and it kind of works better. Mm-hmm. But love muffins, like I said, don't be too hard on yourself. And, you know, and I'm trying not to be too hard on myself. And I'm continuing to do my therapy each week. And I would encourage you to do the same, regardless of whether you want to use BetterHelp or not. Um, Reach out to a trained professional. It really will make a world of difference. And I would like to thank you for your support. I I love the fact that you guys are following me on my Instagram. I'm up now. I mean, my Instagram before was way over a million. Now we're at about 63,000. Um, and rapidly growing. And I'm pretty sure that in no time we will be back to where we were. Um, as I said before, you can't hold a good bitch down. <laughs> and I want to thank you for your support. Please enter the contest where I'm giving away $1,000 each week on um, my Instagram. You go to my Instagram, find the post where I'm talking about the giveaway. You put that post in your Insta story and you put down at the bottom, um, I mean, put, you know, as a comment underneath the post, what you would do with the $1,000. And I'm very grateful for you. And I thank you so much for listening and sharing this podcast with all the people that you do on a weekly basis. And until next time, double kisses. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. 